in this episode, listening to the voice of your customer, what normally would take 10 people four years to do, they were able to do in two days, and how to consume Nutanix. gas has always challenged technology. Now it's time for tech to challenge back. Come hear how the best minds in the industry are making those solutions a reality on the Oil and Gas Technology Podcast with your host, Mark LaCour. Hey folks, before we get to our guests, please, please, please do me a favor, leave a review. It's the number one thing you can do to support this show and our eight other oil and gas podcasts. We just launched oil and gas offshore last week from New Orleans. Andy Lash is kicking butt and taking names over there. So you have an interest in the offshore industry, go check that new show out. We got a bunch more coming. And we're actually sitting here remotely. I have a Paul Harb. It's, is that right, Paul? Harb? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So I have Paul Harb with Nutanix on. How are you doing today, Paul? I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you, Mark? Doing very good. You know, Nutanix is a sponsor of the show, and I think it's really cool to actually have you on here. And you're actually the director, the senior director of customer success. Now, that means a lot, doesn't it? I mean, you're the guy who's who's the one throat to choke, and at the same time, you're always making sure your, your company's doing, looking out ahead and making sure that y'all are staying ahead of what your clients need to keep them happy. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I run a team of enterprise architects within customer success. And what we're always focused on is how do we help our largest customers accelerate the expansion with our product? And so that often comes with providing just the best architectural expertise we can offer them and help them out to you know add a little bit of grease into the wheels. But at the same time, we also look at our, take the experience that these large customers are having and feed it back into the product. So we do a lot of work influencing product management, influencing product features to make sure that our large customers are getting, that we're going in the right direction as a company with the product and really listening to the voice of these customers. Yeah, that's funny. So you and I didn't talk much before we get turned the microphone. I didn't realize you led a team of enterprise architects. Nothing against enterprise architects, but it must be like herding cats because every enterprise architect out there has their own view on what the future's bringing, right? So that, that must be a really cool position. Yeah, it is. Well, I, there are a lot of really smart people. So I'm I'm lucky. I get a, a lot of, like a, I get a highly talented workforce. Um, I get to pick when we're recruiting from really a lot of amazing talent. The role that we offer is really very broad in its charter and very strategic. So it appeals to people who are of that nature. So that makes it really fun and we get to do amazing things. One thing you have to do because of the, the seniority of the team that I run, you have to give them a lot of freedom and let them you know, sort of be creative and let them find their passion that's still relevant to, you know, helping us drive success in these large customers. Man, we need to get you on the leadership show that so you can talk about leading a bunch of EAs. That's that's a story in itself. But sure. since this is the only gas tech show, I want to talk, I want to kind of drill down a little bit. So Nutanix does a lot of stuff, but one of the cool things is y'all's y'all's connectivity, y'all's understanding about edge computing and the cloud. Can we talk a little bit about that as far as oil and gas? Oh yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So when you think about high performance computing and you think about oil and gas, those two things typically don't go together because high performance computing tends to be in town or in corporate or somewhere and oil and gas operations tend to be in the middle of nowhere. And that's where that edge part comes about, comes in. So you want to talk real quickly about edge computing if people don't understand what that is? Oh yeah, sure. So 
Edge computing is about taking your data center to the edge of where that data may be, be collected. And in the case of oil and gas, that's often wells or could be mines of some kind. And one thing about Nutanix is our solution allows us to provide a really high performance computing environment at the edge. And these environments that we're able to provide are the same environments that are running in data centers. So the same type of standards that you would put in a, in a high-performing data center, we can actually run at the edge in a really highly resilient architecture. So what I was going to say that's really cool about that is you're literally doing high-performance computing, but you're, you're doing at points where there is harsh environments, where you may not have connectivity, where you may have, not have latency, but you're actually processing it there. And then if I understand it right, when the connectivity is there or, or when the storage is there, then the edge computing then pushes that data back into the cloud. Is, 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 do, I have a, do I understand that right? Yeah, you're understanding that right. And there's a couple of different configurations and a couple of different ways to do it. So one is a robo configuration or remote office branch office where we run nodes at the edge. Those nodes are centrally managed, say, by the same console that's running in a data center. And what's nice about the Nutanix platform is that because we run our, our software-defined storage, and which is called Acropolis, and we run our, our hypervisor at the edge, and we run it, our, our configuration is resilient. So if you lose hard drives, you lose power supplies, you'll, you may have a three-node cluster and a whole node will go down and your, your infrastructure will continue to run. You can lose drives and it's self-healing. So those drives, just the data on those drives have redundant, they have two copies of every data or three copies of every data, every, every block of data. And it keeps, if you lose a drive, you lose a copy and it will go and rebuild your re- redundant copy on available space. And so in that way, it's self-healing. And if drives fail or nodes fail, you don't necessarily have to fly people out, you know, with urgency to go fix it to get something back up and running because nothing stopped running. That um, is and it so runs in a cool. really efficient. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, and it runs it in a really efficient way. And the architecture is the same architecture that we would put at the edge runs in the data center. So that symmetry between architecture is, is is very natural with the with with our solution and the there's inbuilt replication, inbuilt compression, in, inbuilt data synchronization between your data center infrastructure and your your edge point. So that's one way to do it. That just almost sounds like science fiction because not that long ago, that would have been different physical hardware that you would have had to have on site doing all these different things, right? You would have had to have redundancy, a RAID configuration with hard drives. You would have had backup power. You would have had had a second connectivity option, you know, and now it's all be y'all all doing this with software. That is, that is really, really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we virtualize the storage layer. So you don't need a storage area network that say a dedicated, you know, tier of storage with separate tier of compute and separate tier of networking. For us, we bundle it all into one platform and that's what hyperconverged is. Yeah. And so what I'd like to talk to next, because what we just talked about sounds like academia, but it's not. It's actually real rubber hit the road executable stuff. So let's talk about one of your your clients. And of course, we're not going to name a name, but let's just talk real quick about you know what the problem was that they had and then how y'all helped them address it. Oh, yeah. We have a really great a success story at an oil and gas company in the United States. They had 350 oil wells spread out all over the United States. And just as you said earlier, they were in really remote locations. Sometimes they were in 
on an oil rig out at sea. Sometimes they were in the middle of a desert that was, you know, hundreds of miles from a city. So they had really low bandwidth to those sites and they were hard to get to. And so each of these oil wells had infrastructure that was running on old infrastructure. It was failing. It was highly problematic. They had 16 applications running on at each site. When a site went down, they would lose the ability to monitor the production of the oil well, which is revenue generating. It's like critical to their top line. And they had to urgently fly somebody out to fix the computer systems and they'd lose days at a time. So this was a real problem for them. So by putting Nutanix there at the edge, was it, you know, it was a perfect fit for them just from an infrastructure perspective. Then when we looked at it and we got further into it, they realized that if they had to refresh their 350 sites and rebuild all of their 16 applications, it was going to take three months per site. And if they had 350 sites, they were looking at 10 people for four years to refresh the infrastructure. That's an incredible amount of man hours to actually just do something that simple. I know it's not simple because all these sites are spread out. But anyway, so, so Nutanix came in and then what happened? So when we came in, we have another product which is built into our platform. It's an automation and orchestration product that's called Nutanix Calm. And we used it to automate the provisioning of these 16 applications. And these applications were, some of them were very standard infrastructure applications, things like Active Directory servers, like Microsoft System Center, configuration management servers, and those types of sort of common core infrastructure. And some of them were very specific applications, custom-built applications that they use specifically to manage their oil wells. And so the combination together, we were we used Calm to automate the provisioning of the 16 applications, and they got the provisioning down from three months to two days. Wow. By basically pushing a button and having each of those 16 applications auto-deploy, and we could even deploy them from a central location back in their home data center or their, their centralized office that would have might have been hundreds of miles away. Yeah, and let me stop you there real quick, Paul. So, but this is an amazing way of speeding things up and making sure they had control and they had visibility in the wells. But if I'm understanding you right, they didn't change any hardware. Or did they? Well, so when they provisioned the Nutanix infrastructure, because that's where that was the beginning of their solution, they had to refresh this old aging infrastructure at the edge. The Nutanix Calm comes built into our control plane. So they didn't have to go and spend a lot of cycles to build a automation and orchestration platform using another product. They just put Nutanix in along with the virtualization and the hypervisor the automation and orchestration layer and the Calm product was just something you say, I want this, I buy some licenses for it, and I get it immediately. Yeah, That is really a, like a modern way to do something. It almost sounds like sci-fi, but I know it's not because y'all are the sponsor of this show and I know y'all are a real company. It is funny. I like the name Nutanix Calm. It makes me think that there's CBD oil in it because there's CBD oil in everything in today's world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and audience, I'm joking. There's not CBD oil in Nutanix Calm. I just thought it was cute name for that. So you drove a lot of efficiencies, but but more than that, you kept these these this operator from having downtime in their wells. Because when you have downtime, the well's not producing oil. And when it's not producing oil, you're not producing, you're not making money. So to be able to come in and do something like this, that 
quickly and easily. Now, is this was this like a super long, hard project for y'all, or is this something Nutanix does every day? So it's something that we do all the time. It's part of our core value proposition, and the product is a mature product. We have it running in a lot of companies. And with the efficiencies of Calm and our Nutanix platform, we're able to reduce that. Remember I said it took 10 people four years to refresh right. their environment. We got it down to two people for one year. And the total savings we when we calculated as part of you know, you know, the analysis of ROI and TCO for this customer to do this deal before they actually gave us the purchase order, they realized that their savings would have been was was gonna be five million dollars. And that, that was after they paid for the investment of the automation because there was an upfront cost for that automation. And after they paid for that automation, they still saved $5 million. That's crazy. That's awesome. And not only do they save $5 million, that's just the, the effective cost savings of the project. But I bet if you figured in downtime of the wells, that number would be two or three times bigger than that. That is the amazing work that y'all do. And, and I, I love the fact that y'all come in and y'all are problem solvers. You're not coming in trying to tell this operator what they need to do. The operator came to you, said, this is the problem we have, and y'all helped them figure out the best solution. That's right. They actually came to us with an infrastructure request request. Can you help us with this infrastructure? We think your solution might be good. They didn't know that we were going to say, oh, and by the way, we have this other product called Calm that will automate the delivery of this and let us let us take the whole solution for you and look, look at the efficiencies. And it's not just about the cost, you know, the $5 million savings. As you said, there's also the savings of you know, avoidance of downtimes, outages cost a lot of money. But in addition, they got all of this in one year rather than four years. So it accelerated the transformation of their oil and gas infrastructure by 300% and got them to where they needed to be in a much faster way. So from the point they came and talked to us and how long they thought it was going to take them to, to, to work through this, and after we finished, you know, the, the cycle, the sales cycle with them, they're like, oh, my God, we can do this so much faster. I tell you what, from a from an operator's point of view, this must have been really fun and refreshing for them because what they're used to doing is having a vendor come to them and say, okay, this is going to take six months. And the truth is it takes a year. Whereas they came to y'all and they thought it was going to take years and y'all were able to, to cut that in half. They're, they probably were not used to that at all. That's right. That's right. And the whole reason that Nutanix can do this is because our platform is based on a brand new architecture. So we're not using architecture that's, you know, old code, complicated kind of legacy systems. It's a very new architecture that's very integrated, very dense and very efficient. And so because we're using these new kind of cloud-based architectures, but in an on-prem way, that's where a lot of the efficiencies are coming. Yeah. We had Blaine Matthews on the show at a conference a couple months ago. And one of the things that he brought up that I thought was really cool is it's how secure it is because cybersecurity has become a huge issue in oil and gas. And the fact that your platform is new means that the security in it is new. And the fact that it's in the cloud means that y'all are constantly up to date in security. So cybersecurity is something I'll take very seriously. Yeah, no, exactly. And security is uh, paramount for many of our customers. We do a lot of work in the financial services sector. So banks and these kind of help, you know, insurance providers and paramount security and privacy to data is super important to them because of 
you know, laws and regulation. And in addition, a lot of governments all over the world are our customers and their security requirements are really high. So that was something that Nutanix figured out really early in our kind of trajectory as a company is get your security right. And then, you know, these high performing customers with really high security requirements, we're going to get them first. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I want to kind of go back to your use case that we're talking about with your client. So they came to you for one thing. Y'all said, well, we can do the one thing and we can do this other thing too. And we can do it really quick. And so they, they engaged y'all and y'all performed all this. Now I also know that Nutanix has layers of analytics, and machine learning. Did they, they end up taking advantage of that as well? Yeah, they did. So machine learning is built into the product in terms of machine learning that we use to monitor the environment. But in addition, you know, the the architecture that I just described to you in this robo applic- robo architecture for 350 sites spread out all over the country, that's not really true like IoT or Internet of Things. So Nutanix has another platform that just like the automation and orchestration platform, Nutanix Calm, that is built into the product, our IoT platform is just an app. You say, I want that app. Like think of it as, you know, iTunes. You say, I want this app on my phone. You say, I want an IoT app that Nutanix, a Nutanix app. I want it on my infrastructure. And this app is true IoT. So it's basically allowing customers to... If they have a well, they have sensors all over that well. The sensors may be monitoring things like temperature, or they may be video streams, or they may be monitoring or regulating some particular process, and you know a valve is open or a valve is closed. So these sensors that are all spread out over the well are producing data and sending that data to a centralized point, which is hosted on this Nutanix infrastructure. The IoT platform that Nutanix offers provides taking this time series data from all of these different centers, really it's a big data pipeline, passing it through transform operations, which is part of this IoT platform that's built into Nutanix, and then transforming and taking the data that you want to send into your private cloud or public cloud endpoint and passing that through over your bandwidth to your data center after you've analyzed it. So the whole idea is taking a large set of data at the edge and processing it, and then taking only the data that you want to save and send out and send that into your headquarters or your core app centralized applications. Things like alerts or anomalies or things that like regular data I don't need to take and send up, but anything that's abnormal, anything that's an anomaly would get transformed through, say, Python scripts that are running on the Nutanix platform at the edge, transforming the data and sending anomalies. Or in some cases, maybe various indicators at at regular intervals. I may want to, if I'm getting an interval every minute, I may only want to send a status indicator every hour, right? So I'm getting 1 60th of the data point. And after I transform and I put the intelligence across the large data set at the edge, and I transform it and I set it into centralized. So that IoT platform is an added secondary type of computing at the edge in addition to this larger robo-environment that we're talking about before. Yeah, and so I want to back you up a little bit. So this sounds amazing, but if I understand you right, you don't care who where the sensors are from. You're, you're, you're not concerned about proprietary connectivity with, you know, having all the same sensor manufacturer, y'all literally just take the data from the sensor and that's what you massage. And then the client tells you, okay, these are exceptions I want to be, I want to know about. And then your 
machine learning layer and your IoT layer then takes only the stuff the client needs and that's all that's sent back to corporate or sent back to the cloud. Yeah, that's exactly right. It could even be image data. It could be photos of your site where you're expecting a particular photo profile and you can use AI to basically say, I expect a, a photo of my well to look like this. And if something ever gets in the way, let's say a tree has fallen or something like that on my well, then I can assess that it's not following the image pattern. I can then raise an anomaly and send that. So the transform operation is, oh, I'm used to seeing a well with no tree, and now I see a well with a tree. That could be my 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 transform operation that I'm running. You know, and I, maybe if I run it over a year, or let's say over five years, a tree never falls, and then a tree falls. So I'm getting regular data. I don't want to send any of those photos to my my centralized operations until the one day that a tree falls. Now that's the data I want to set. Paul, it must be fun for you to go to work. Like I would love to do this sort of stuff every day. I mean, so not only you're all solving real business problems, but you're coming up with unique use cases. And to you, maybe that's not unique, but to me, it makes total sense to have visual data of my site and only the exception. So only when something changes, do I need to be notified about that? That just almost has to be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's it's. So, I mean, Nutanix is such a wonderful place to work because we're really at the edge of, like at the extremity of, innovation and we're using our product in ways we never really thought of you know uh, to be honest in the beginning like we put hyperconverged because of its elegant architecture because of the value prop the, the because I can run the same infrastructure the same architecture in my data center that I run at the edge I get all these benefits that can't always anticipate in advance until we start putting it in and start using it yeah. And these are some of them. Yeah, And I bet you learned so much from your clients, right? When they come out and they ask you to do stuff, you go, well, we've never thought about that before, but yeah, we could do that. And then we you learn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's uh, we're getting close to starting to wind down the show, but there's one more thing I want to talk about real quick. That's sort of real importance to oil and gas. So, you know, there's a lot of new technology out there, which is awesome. In my 25 years, I have never seen new technology be looked at and adopted as fast as it's happening now in oil and gas. But a lot of times that requires companies to forklift existing infrastructures, existing architecture. And that's not that's not what Nutanix is about, right? It's a cloud provider. So literally people just buy access to it regardless of what their existing infrastructure is and y'all are able to deploy. Am I right about that? Yeah, that's correct. So we have various consumption models. You can consume Nutanix like you would consume, you know, a public cloud provider, whether it be AWS, Azure, GCP. So you can buy a subscription for a variety of licenses, and then you can pay, you know, on a subscription basis. Or you can buy buy the licenses outright, as you might have sort of, you know, in the past, and then, you know, over, you know, over time, you know, consume that license through the life of that that asset. So there are various models, but we're moving more and more to a cloud-like consumption model because the benefits of OPEX versus CAPEX investment. Yep. And, you know, the other thing is that our product is evolving. It's innovating very rapidly. So one thing, you know, about our products is upgrades are easy. We have something called one-click upgrades, and it's not marketing. Like, really, it's one-click. You say, I want to upgrade my cluster, and it will go up, upgrade the entire 
life cycle from firmware all the way up through the Nutanix infrastructure, all the way up through your hypervisor in one click. It'll roll through each of the nodes in your cluster, taking one out. There's no downtime. And it runs through the automation is already built into the product to do that full upgrade lifecycle management for you. And so those kind of things give this experience of super easy to manage, just like a cloud-like environment. And the interface is similar to a cloud-like environment. It's a um, URL, URL-based, HTML-based interface, and it feels and it feels and acts like a, a cloud provider, but it's just running on-prem or at the edge. Paul, you make me so jealous. That those firmware updates are the bane of everybody, and the fact that you also do the firmware updates at the same time, geez, man, that's it's, it's a pipe dream come true. We'll go back to go. Let me just go back to the use case we talked about before with the 350 wells. So imagine if you had those 350 wells, and so we did all the goodness, we saved the $5 million, the customer's happy. Now six months goes by and you got to go and upgrade all of those 350 wells. Well, in the old world, you'd have to fly somebody around yep. or you know remotely connect in. You'd spend a week per site. It would be a, a never-ending project just to get a life cycle. With Nutanix, you can be sitting in your data center hundreds of miles away in a centralized place, and you can trigger the upgrade at any point you want. And you can do multiple upgrades in parallel. One person in a remote site can run multiple upgrades through one click and just watch them go. So they still can do their change management. They still can do their risk assessments. They still can say, when do I want to do this? I want to do this at a time that is the least risky for the, the particular well or the infrastructure, but I can, I'm going to click one button and then I'm going to just watch it. And I'm going to just see, you know, if there's a problem, it'll tell me the problem, but most of the time it'll just run through and it will just, you know, with no disruption, my workloads run with no downtime and my my infrastructure gets upgraded and I can run 10, 10 a night or 10 a weekend. And over time, I can get through all of that infrastructure very quickly. Hey, audience, all you people that are in the operations side that relies on IT to make sure everything's running well, y'all need to call Nutanix. Just just have a conversation with them. I'll tell you this much. I know the company well. They won't try to sell you a darn thing, right? They'll try to understand your problems and see if they can help you. Like I said, though, we're starting to get to the point where we need to roll, uh, wind this show down a little bit, but we do need to pay the bills. First thing is I have no product to review. Typically, we have products that we review and you know the deal. I give you a straight shot. If it's great, I'll tell you it's great. If it's not great, I'll tell you that as well. But please, people, it's only gadgety sort of stuff, something you can hold in your hand. I appreciate everybody out there that wants me to review their frack pump or their marsh buggy. That's just too big an item. So gadgety type stuff. And then you heard me talk about it before, the street team. If you want to be part of our global volunteer group where you get to come hang out with us at our live events and get to be part of our press, just go to Facebook, look up uh, OGG and street team. All we ask you for is a little bit of work with our social media. And you know what? If you can't do it because you're busy, we get it. You're still a member. And then big shout out to BCD Travel. They're our travel provider of choice. They make our oil and gas traveling life so much easier. We just came back from New Orleans and they handled everything. So if you want to worry about if you worry about your people and your parts and your pieces getting all around the world safely and securely and cheaply, go check them out. And you know what, Paul? BCD Travel is giving away free coffee. So you're not going to have to win it. They just give you free Starbucks. So if you want a, some free Starbucks on BCD, they'd be happy to give it to you. Go to the links in the show notes, click on the BCD travel link, and there you go. you got free Starbucks. And then speaking of giveaways, Nutanix is doing really cool stuff. They enable IT teams to build and operate highly automated private and hybrid clouds. Plus, they understand oil and gas business, and they're doing so good with us that they're giving away these awesome JBL Flip 4 speakers. Now, Paul, 
You're an employee of Nutanix, so you can't win according to the rules. But you wish you could because this is really cool. I actually have not the Nutanix version, but I have one of these JBL Flip 4s, and they're incredible Bluetooth speakers. So if you want a chance to go win one of these audience, it's really simple. You go to the show notes. There's a link in there. Click on the link. Register. We give away one lucky winner a week. And then while you're online, go ahead and go to the website and sign up. Give us your email address. It's allgastechpodcast.com. Please note, audience, that pretty soon this single website will roll into a combined website for all the podcasts. But since most of y'all listen to your mobile, it doesn't really matter. And then join the LinkedIn group. My marketing team, Paul, has kicked butt. We're over 26,000 followers in our LinkedIn group. So if you want to be a part of that, go check out OGGN on LinkedIn. It's the companion of the show and all the other oil and gas podcasts that we have. Paul, man, this has been, I could have spent all day talking to you, but I know that you're recovering from being sick. I know you have stuff to do, but this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. If people wanted to learn more about Nutanix, where should they go? I would suggest going to our website, Nutanix.com. There, all the information is there. You can contact somebody and they'll get in touch with you. Yep. And if people want to learn about you, more about you, Paul, where should they go? Go to LinkedIn. Hit me up on LinkedIn. Yeah, and we'll put links in the show notes so people, depending if you're on Android or iOS, either swipe up or left, you'll see the show notes. You can just click on these things instead of writing things down. Well, Paul, this has been great. I'm actually looking forward to interfacing with you some more. I hope you start feeling better. Sounds like you're you're on the mending curve. But just thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on the show today. Oh, no, thank you, Mark. I really appreciate your time. And thanks to all the listeners for uh, hearing our story. Yeah, this has been awesome. So, folks, we're making sure that you don't get left behind one episode at a time. And here are the events on deck. Hey, guys, Alex here with the events on deck for December. We'll be having two OGGN happy hours to kick off 2020. One will be in January in Houston. We have not announced the date yet, but we'll get back with you guys soon on that. And we will be having our first happy hour in Pittsburgh in February 2020, also with the date coming soon. So stay tuned on those. Upcoming events include the Bells of Houston, a masquerade, unmasking the stigma of PTSD. This will take place on December 5th in Houston. The Latin America Oil and Gas Summit is December 5th and 6th in Uruguay. The API Energy Houston Chapter General Meeting will be held on December 11th, 2019 in Houston. The Wildcatters Ball is taking place on February 7th, 2020 in Houston. And lastly, the IPAA Leaders Industry Luncheon will be held on December 11th in Houston. That's all of the events for this month, guys. Be sure to tune in at the beginning of January to see what's happening then. Check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of Oil and Gas Tech Podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.